Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Hockney, Hurst and Warhol. Cambridge 105 Radio. Age UK, Cambridgeshire and Peterborough says the push towards digital services is creating barriers for accessing everyday necessities from banking to making NHS appointments and even for paying for something like car parking. Uh, Melanie Pittock is CEO of Age UK in Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. She is on the line now. Uh, Morning to you, Melanie. Good morning. Uh, Thank you very much uh, for coming on. Um, My instant reaction to this is it's probably not just the elderly who are finding this a problem because some of the systems that companies are directing us towards are frankly a bit rubbish when you get there. And if I'm kind of having a few problems, I don't want to think about how difficult it is um, for some of our senior citizens to manage. No, it's incredibly difficult and unfortunately, as you say, everything seems to be moving online and there seems to be an expectation that that is the only way that you can access a service and unfortunately, older people probably have had the skills but haven't had it hadn't haven't had to use them for quite some time or they may also have sensory impairments which means they they can't really see or feel or touch the screens etc in a way that perhaps the younger generation could so it is meaning that normal everyday services that they would ordinarily have accessed in the past are becoming more and more difficult to access and you do hear horror stories about this sort of thing i heard one from a friend of mine the other day who was in a doctor's surgery where a poor elderly patient was uh, directed out of the uh, the surgery and told to uh, book whatever he wanted to book online. And I, I noticed by coincidence this morning the NHS have announced that they've updated their app so you can get prescription details there. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I know what's going to happen with this. It's just going to become impossible to for anybody to get a prescription without using the app. Yeah, I I also heard that this morning, the announcement. I think the problem is we are seeing less and less people working in such settings, um, any type of um, public service. There's less and less people. And actually, we're losing the face-to-face contact that we so dearly need to be able to access the services. Um, you know, if you think about going into a GP surgery, a lot of the time now you're even expected to touch a screen to book yourself in. That's not straightforward for everybody you know by the time you've worked out how to use it you could be timed out you may not be able to see the screen effectively and if if there really aren't any reception staff there to support you how do you access your gp so i think it's really 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 hard and i think it is making people more isolated um it's making people perhaps you know unwell because they're not seeing um, health professionals at the earliest time when they really need to i mean at the end of the day it's really important to note that there are around 260,000 older people in the east of england who aren't actually using the internet that means 260 older people in our in our region who are essentially likely to be missing out on essential services that they really need and i can imagine a scenario here for example my my father-in-law is how old is my father-in-law 80 84 85 he has a smartphone 
you know, had a, mm-hmm. he, he can, you know, he can manage most things. Would he actually want to manage every single service that he needs to access through his smartphone? I suspect he possibly wouldn't. It's just not of that generation. End of story. Well, that's right. And it can be quite frightening. I mean, if you think about banks, for example, we're we're losing so many high street banks, we're losing so many high street post offices. um, And how do people access their money? Well, we're all encouraged to do everything online when we're encouraged to pay online, we're encouraged to pay with apps, etc. We're not encouraged to use cash anymore. And for some people, that's really, really traumatic. Um, so we are, as, as Age UK, we're an independent charity in Cambridgeshire and Peterborough, but we are part of the Federation of Age UKs. And um, we are urging the banks to really, really quickly roll out the shared banking hubs that they're talking about. And these are hubs where you can actually go and and bank in the way that you ordinarily would do on the high street. Um, but they are not all there yet. So again, you now, is this, this just to clarify? Sorry, sorry, Melanie. Just to clarify, is this this idea when sort of lots of different bank companies, for want of a better name, would 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 team up in the in the same hub? Because I'm thinking, for example, um, there used to be a co-op bank around the corner from our studios here, and I know it was popular with a number of people, but clearly not popular enough because it closed. And there's a sign in the window telling us that the nearest branch is Chelmsford. Um, <laughs> and, and this again, this is I guess this is another issue, which is, uh, and I've got no idea how to easily get to Chelmsford from Cambridge unless you drive. And I don't think I'd fancy doing it. And I can imagine that an elderly person would say, no, thank you. No, and it's probably the last thing they want to do. So, yeah, it's it's a banking hub where really it doesn't matter what bank you use. Um, you've probably used that bank all of your life, let's face it. It doesn't matter which bank you use, you, can, you will be able to bank within the hub. But again, we need that rollout to be really speeding, speeded up because um, at the end of the day, being online and banking is not easy and if you haven't got a post office which a lot of us don't have any longer where you could do some forms of banking such as withdrawing cash there's actually no access to your money which is particularly unfair at the end of the day that that is your your money and um, so we need to be able to access things and uh, you know again it's seeing people face to face having a conversation not feeling rushed in making decisions on what is essentially your own um well-being mm. what about places like utility companies for example just think every time i mention a different service i can i could come up with my own horror story to tell you which sort of <laughs> kind of sums things up really but the utility companies are not another thing um they do actually have additional help for for the elderly assuming you can access it i think that's right yeah so they do have additional help and um we do encourage people to also get onto the priority lists and the priority lists are so that you as a what are considered vulnerable people do not ever um, lose your your gas, your electric, etc. Um, so you're on a priority list and you shouldn't be cut off for any reason. Um, and you, certainly if there was a power cut, you should be one of the first to get, get your power back, etc. Um, but again, we've all been there and you can sit on the telephone for hours waiting to speak to somebody. So I think our plea would be 
please have more people in customer services to speak to our older generation who can't go onto an app, who can't necessarily see to, to do things digitally. And, you know, what we haven't spoken about today is the fact that actually it can be quite expensive to be online. Mm. So um, the cost of installing internet and paying a monthly fee is not necessarily achievable for a lot of people. And um, so, so there must be options to do things um, in in a, what I would call a historical way, you know, good old paper and letters and, and picking the phone up and speaking to somebody over the telephone. I, do you suspect, like I do, that companies are just really using digital as an excuse to save money? And it's not really about, you know, making things better and, you know, speaking in a, uh, you know, in a soft voice on the on the whole hold music. It's a, it's a matter of fewer people and actually ultimately a worse service for everybody of all ages. Yeah, and if you think about public statutory services such as health and social care, it's absolutely right. We, we are all having to make cutbacks, the same as in the voluntary sector. However, I would say it's not cost effective. If we have people who are not able to access services because everything is going digital, their well-being and their health declines much more rapidly because they're not accessing services, which in the end is just a foregone conclusion that it's going to cost statutory services even more because people are then at crisis point and they need more intensive interventions. So we really do need to consider actually a few more people at the forefront on the ground helping everybody is, is much more cost effective. And at the end of the day, we want everybody to live well. Mm. I guess those those people at uh, Age UK HQ are you know, in, in touch with, uh, with the banks, with the utility companies, with super, with everybody to try uh, and make things easier for the for the older generation but are there things which age uk does around cambridgeshire that can can help um the older generation at the local level yeah absolutely <clears throat> excuse me um yeah so we offer a, a huge amount of community-based services um in also in people's homes so things like community warden services we have a lot of those particularly around the uh Cambridge and South Cam's area, where we go into people's homes and help them to stay at home to protect their well-being. People want to stay at home as long as they can, and actually, actually, it delays the need for those intensive interventions that I spoke of earlier. Um, but also, in seeing somebody on a regular basis from our organisation, you can actually access other services. Um, and our community wardens will recognise when somebody's needs are changing. It, it might be that they're entitled to um, welfare benefits, for example, so they can speak to our information and advice service. Um, and accessing welfare benefits can help you so widely. You know, being entitled to pension credit, for example, um, could open the door to so many more opportunities, such as council tax benefit and so on. Um, in fact, 40% of older people who are eligible for pension credit do not actually claim it. So we would love to hear from you because we want to help as many people as possible to maximise their income. But actually having the eyes and the ears out in the community in services such as community wardens, we, we deliver a handy person service as well, can really help people to stay at home and access equipment and services that they that they need. So yeah, absolutely, we've got lots of services and everything is, is um, 
on our website, which is very. Uh, I was, was going <laughs> to say, I was, to I was say about... that when, uh, <laughs> but actually, um, what I was going to say, everything's on our website, and a lot of people do have family. There's a lot of uh, people who don't have family um, who can support them. But if I can give out our telephone number, yeah, which please is do. Our gateway, which is for those people who really can't access the internet, it's o three hundred six 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 nine eight. 6-0, and we can really talk you through everything that's available and that's not just for us that's for other providers in the area as well oh, that's great well melanie look thank you very much for your time uh, this morning and, and good luck in in your campaign i think t- together we'll uh, we'll fight these online customer services which are completely rubbish and um get get a bit of human interaction back again Absolutely. We'd love to speak to you. Thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, Melanie Thank Peddock, you. who is CEO of Age UK, Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Kusama, Emin and Riley. Cambridge 105 Radio.